Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. It is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast recording here for Wednesdays. I think it's what, eight games, James? Eight games? Yep, eight, games. eight games starting at 7 o'clock. Uh, there is some day today, a couple games starting earlier. So a uh, full day of baseball if you want to go ahead and take advantage of it. DraftKings has a three-game early slate. There's a four-game turbo slate at 6.30. And then there's the eight-game 7.05 slate as well. We're going to be focusing on the 7.05 here and James, I think the story of the season had been, as someone honks a horn outside my window, <laughs> I think the story of the season had been the lack of offense produced throughout the league. There's a lot of talk about maybe a dead ball going on. And we've seen these run totals when they when the season began, eight and a half, nine and a half, ten, eleven 10, 11 runs. And now everything that we're seeing is more like eight seven, seven and a half. Mm. So the ex, the expected run totals are starting to drop. But uh, last night was a, was a little bit of a different story. There was, I think it was like 28 or 29 home runs hit last night, which is quite a few. Anthony Rizzo <laughs> hit three. Blackman, I think the Yankees had 20 of them. Yeah, in Anthony Rizzo hit three. <laughs> Blackman had two home runs. Willie Adamas had two home runs. Yeah, so so I wonder if maybe there's, maybe the league has heard of the complaints and they're slowly sneaking around and changing the balls out again because... I have a firm belief that they're using a dead ball right now. So there was a report yesterday, John. Was there? So there was literally a report, quite literally yesterday. I actually I did send it to you and Matt Sells. It's cool. No worries. No worries. It's cool. You I got a lot worry. of messages during that. I know you got a lot of messages, but yeah, they reported yesterday that there were two balls in circulation last year that they were planning to use. One was basically a dead ball to help it travel less, and yeah, they're using that ball this year. So the official report was the ball was supposed to reduce batted ball distance by around two feet. And that is the be- the baseball that they are using this year. So your speculation was correct, which has been which has been for like the entire year has been correct until maybe you should be working for the athletic. Yeah, it just it seems just very obvious that that because I said they're all and they're always mm-hmm. playing with the baseball. A couple of years ago, they raised the seams. They lowered the seams. They added extra tack on the ball last year. Remember after right. the whole spider tack thing? So hilarious. Yeah. That's, that's, Should they be paying you? You broke the story. That's funny S- to send, the, send the athletic our pod. I wa- Watching the Red Sox and, and Blue Jays game yesterday, there was quite a few balls that like sounded like they were gone that were caught at the warning track. And now it all... Dennis Eckersley, who's the Red Sox play-by-play guy, was like commenting on that. He's like, it sounded like he got all of that. And yet <laughs> he got out. And he's like, I wish I could go down there and ask them if he got all of those. Boba Shed. Boba Shed hit like a first pitch fastball that looked gone. It looked like a laser off the bat. And <laughs> like a Kike Hernandez caught it like on, on the dirt in front of the wall. And he's like, I would like to go down there and ask Boba Shed if he thought he got that. Cause hitters <laughs> know when they barrel a ball, like they know right. when they get it. And it, it looked like it, it sounded like he got it. And then he was out. So I'm surprised. Anyway, so tangent aside, they did hit a bunch of home runs last night. Who knows? Maybe the league is realizing that we want to see some runs, not no runs. Then we'll start getting some changes involved there. But yeah, as of right now, again, there aren't many totals over eight and a half. I think I saw one that was nine. I could even be making that up. No, Red Sox, I don't Blue see Jays, that. Sox, Blue Jays at nine. Okay, yeah, yeah, Red Sox, Blue Jays at nine. But everything else is eight and a half or under. So we'll go ahead. We'll take a look at uh, the slate and we'll break it down. Starting at the pitching position. Now, this is, we come to these days where there are, you know. Paul Blackburn. Yeah, not everything has an ace, right? Not every slate's going to have an ace on it. 
So you look at Otani right away, $9,000. I think many will be attracted to him. He has the matchup against mm-hmm. Cleveland, which obviously the Cleveland offense had been uh, really hot to start. Uh, Jose Ramirez and whatnot really getting off. They were scoring a lot of runs. Otani's coming off just a, a masterful performance, though, against Houston. Six right. innings, one hit, a lot. 12 strikeouts. He is just $9,000 on DraftKings. Over on FanDuel, he is the top price pitcher at $10,500. Again, I think a lot of the roster ship is going to go towards Otani at that price. DraftKings, FanDuel, 10-5. Are you playing him in this matchup against Cleveland? I think you can because, like you mentioned up top, there isn't there is a lack of firepower. I think Otani has the most upside, but Pablo Lopez has been great. I know he's on the road, John. I know it brings a tear to your eye. And you know what? He opened the season on the road and had a good start. So maybe he's figuring it out. But yes, he's just he's one of those guys like Adam Wainwright, which have insane home road splits. But it's Washington, right? So like it's a pretty good matchup for him. Washington, nineteenth in baseball and OPS against right-handed pitching. Joe Ryan has been awesome to start the year, and he gets a lackluster Detroit offense. Detroit even worse. Then Washington 21st in OPS. So I think there's like other routes to go on FanDuel if you want, but necessarily cheap either. So might as well, you could just go Otani and look for the upside because if he strikes out 12 again, I mean, you're in the driver's seat. So I think for me, I'm not going to pay nine for Waka. I'm not even going to pay 1000 for Waka probably on, on uh, FanDuel. I know he's been good, but I'd rather just stay in the Lopez, Ryan, Otani tier. Yeah, I think on FanDuel, where you pick one if you want to punt, I think uh, Jordan Montgomery's going to be the popular play there going up against Baltimore at sure. 7800 Um He's $7,500 on DraftKings. I think he's probably the chalk value play. There's not much under him that I have interest in, in playing. He faced Baltimore a couple of starts ago, five, in, five innings. Like, was it one run or was it five shutout in that start? Uh, two, five shutout. Yeah, five yeah. shutout. And that was his first start. In his debut, he left early because he got hit by, like, that line drive. Yep. So it was basically his true first start it was against Baltimore there. Five shutout, pitched six innings, the next start against Detroit. We'd like to see a little bit more strikeout upside, I think. But Baltimore is one of the teams that leads the league in strikeout rate. So I can just see a lot of people going to spend down on Montgomery today. Yeah, he's going to be very popular. And you mentioned it. There's not a lot underneath him. The Yankees also, by the way, look really good in this last five-game stretch. They're they're scoring again, and they're pitching well. So I definitely think Montgomery's popular. I think there are maybe a couple punty options here. Uh, I mean, on Fandle, I think we do look at Paul Blackburn. I know Paul Blackburn, but 8200 is cheap. I, I don't think I would pay 8800 for him on DraftKings. But I want to get your take here, John. We have two guys that I think there could be some intrigue in. Christian Javier, who has been limited because he didn't start the year in the rotation, but he's pitched two long relief outings, three and three, three and two-thirds the last two games. 15.6, 13.9 DraftKings points in those two games. 53, 55 pitches. So we have to assume he's stretched over 60 maybe 70, maybe 80 pitches in this game, depending on how how long Houston wants to let him go. And they, he gets Texas. And then Michael Pinier, who looked great against the Yankees in his debut, 60 pitches, five innings of scoreless baseball, gets his old team, the Twins, who we know, other than Byron Buxton, is struggling mightily. 
Even Buxton last night didn't get a hit. Kepler home and right. Kepler was a killer. Obviously, yeah. you and I both Versal played. Left. Uh, both you, we of course, both played Juan Rodriguez, who actually did what we thought he was going to do, sort of. Mm-hmm. Right? Had the strikeouts, got the six in. But the only man who did damage was Kepler, the lefty. He doubled in a run and homer for two-run shot. So, kind of annoying. But, yeah, listen, I think Pineda's fine. Obviously, you want to see more strikeout upside there. The bottom half of that Minnesota lineup is, is trash, though. So, you can almost plug in Sano for a couple strikeouts. What was his? Correa struck out three times yesterday. So Yep, you know. he is in a horrible funk. Yeah, it's, so it's definitely possible. Yeah, the Harvey thing is interesting because you're right. Like, the pitch limit has has been there the last two starts, but he's been very good. No, it's been long relief. He hasn't even start. He hasn't even True. started. This is the first start of the year, so we're getting him in his natural, more natural spot. Okay. Coming off two good outings out of the pen, he's a yeah. strikeout. Look at the strikeouts in the three yeah. outings. Well, he's seventy four hundred on Fanduel, so maybe that's. It. Would you rather take a shot on him against Texas or Montgomery against Baltimore? Montgomery, depending on how that depends on your cup of tea do you want the chalk do you want the chalk in montgomery or do you want a little flavor in javier i think most people choose montgomery yep i agree with you let's go on over to the catcher position here again we talk about it all the time if you want to spend up go ahead i don't really find there to be many spend up options maybe sean murphy if you want to go there forty six hundred dollars but he is a guy that in the past had kind of had success against left-handed other than that we're generally looking to spend down Darno, I will still play at 3,300. I think he's fine. Yep. Collins, again, and Awaka has been okay, but he hasn't pitched deep in the games. If you wanted to go there, I'm okay with it. Um, trying to think if there's anybody else. <sighs> I'm sure somebody would pop up, but this is a pretty gross catcher spot. So. Christian Vasquez, maybe, has just, a, again, it's like you said, it's a really bad position. I don't hate uh, Vasquez. But other than that, there's nothing. There's really nothing. It's just like you wait and see who starts, and then you yeah. just figure it out from there. But there's really not a ton, not a ton that you like. It's just the Blue Jays got right. If Collins is hitting fifth again, like you're just gonna play Collins and just hope that he, he got a base last night, so he paid off. So perfect. I think he had four. I think he had fourth. He followed Vladdy last yeah, night. Yeah, even better. So if he's there, like it's yeah, probably your guy, cheap mid tier guy. So he works. First base. Or, or, again, do you, do you think Rizzo hits has another three in him? <laughs> not three, but, like, clearly the, the baseball's not affecting Anthony Rizzo. He's, there was a tweet yesterday that said 200, one of his home runs hit the top of the wall in right field. Yeah. And it went, to, it, it wasn't real, but they were, like, the, the shortest home run ever recorded, 292 feet. Look, I'm not going to tell you not to play him in the stadium if they're hitting home runs like this. Sure. Against Tyler Wells, sure. I think Olsen is fine. Price bump. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely a price bump. I think they, they must be listening to the pod. Hello, DraftKings. Welcome to the DFS Alarm Quick Pitch. Glad you guys uh, take a listen. But I think those would be the, the spend-ups. Vlad, Rizzo, Olsen. I think those are like the three clear-cut guys for me. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm trying to think of some value maybe we could take a look at. Uh, Garrett Cooper, 3,400, you know, mm-hmm. 290, 20 OPS, a uh, pretty strong play. Uh, just strikes out a lot. Just yeah. needs to limit the strikeouts a yeah. little bit. I don't know if Fed's going to strike him out, though. That would be... That's, that's, that's true. If you're not on the Montgomery train, both Mountcastle at 3K, guy who hits lefties really well. And then I think, did they remove Mancini from first base? Oh, they did. Mancini's an outfield only now, but he's 2,600, so... We'll talk about him in a moment. But just guys that generally do well against lefties, so. You know what could be interesting, John? On DraftKings, the Yankees called up Miguel Andujar with Aaron Hicks was placed on paternity leave. I'm curious to see if Andujar would crack the lineup. 
He's min salary, and we know he hits, right? Like, yeah. That's what he's. He just is horrible in the field. In Triple A, three forty seven average, three home runs, six RBIs, and forty nine at bats. So just just a, I would say if he's in the lineup for the Yankees, an interesting punt at two K. Yeah, base outfield eligibility. Over what is he on, on DraftKings? He's a third baseman on Fandle. Yeah, which is like his more natural position anyway. So. Well, they well he's really only playing outfield or last year at least. Sure. He really played outfield. Let's see if there's anybody else that maybe we're missing. I don't really think so though. Yeah. If you're not believing to Lopez or Josh Bell's at 45, like maybe take a shot there. But Charlie Morton hasn't been overly great. I don't know what we think of the Cubs, but just kind of throwing that out there as contrarian maybe. The Cubbies been their number one in baseball against righties in terms of OPS. They don't really strike out. So they're number one in OPS. They're number one in Woba. Number four in WRC plus. So if you wanna take a shot on Cubs, I can't blame you there. Yep, I'm with you there. All right, second base, Chisholm's fifty three hundred dollars. He's just expensive, but he's hitting two eighty six with a thousand OPS. So maybe he's <laughs> uh, a little bit worth it. Ozzy Albies just hitting another two hit game last night for him. OPS over nine, that over nine hundred. So again, if you wanna spend up for it, you certainly can. But again, after that, I kind of look at this position and i just kind of shrug my shoulders i don't know really, like nothing nothing looks nothing sticks out i don't know is there anything that i'm missing that maybe you're locked in on here i wouldn't say locked in i pretty much have the same uh thoughts i'm, as I'm you. probably just gonna play espinal again truthfully. yeah yeah espinal is definitely a good value i think lemay who's fine in the mid-tier i think the yankees are gonna be extremely popular honestly like after last night and then considering what's on today's slate I expect the Yankees to be very popular, so if you do want to fade them, you can. If you do want to stack them, that's fine too, but definitely fadeable. Jorge Polanco, only 4K. I think he's going to come around. He does have Michael Pineda, who was good, but you know we know who Michael Pineda is. Glaber, was, Glaber had a three-run triple last night, John. Hits in five straight games, four RBIs in his last three games. If you want to, he's been in the lineup, right? If he's going to hit, Luis Arise is 3,400 doesn't do a lot but still hitting 354 on the year with a 900 ops this is the interesting one for me the a's keep running the sheldon noose guy out and he has three stolen bases yeah. on the year hitting 330 i don't know like they have an opener and then jacob junis is going to come in who looked really good by the way in his debut i don't know maybe sheldon noose is a interesting value but i know ultimately you're just going to pay you're going to personally I'm just play at all because he's my guy i'm take committed but also he's been good so you know that's fine you could uh, chris Owings, noted lefty killer 20. shout out braylon yeah third base position jose ramirez is 5700 alex bregman five thousand dollars coming off another solid game from him top two guys devers will be in the lineup today he had the day off yesterday he's at 4800 then you have your yankees as you mentioned donaldson lemayu at 46 and 45 Austin Riley's still only 41. Like, I, I kind of will just, yeah, just crazy. keep going Austin Riley while he's at this 4K range. Yeah, even if he goes 0 for 4, right? It's well worth the shot because this is a 5K player. Mm-hmm. He was literally, to start the year, $5,400, $5,000. He's been $5,000 in three of the first, like, seven slates. I don't understand what the price is, but he hits righties. He mashes righties. Why wouldn't we not just go back to the well there? I agree. Uh, a similar price at as Austin Riley is Joey Wendell. I apologize to those who I gave some poor advice to yesterday when they asked me about Joey Wendell, and I said, "Why would you play Joey Wendell when you can play Austin Riley?" Joey Wendell, two for three last night, a homer, 
stolen base, 30 fantasy points. He, like, is a guy that can do a little bit of everything. He's always done it in Tampa yep. Bay, but I don't... He hits righties. He's yeah. He hits righties well. And he does run a little bit. He does have a little bit of pop, but he's not, like, a home run hitter. He's not a stolen base guy. Like, you don't ever consider him that. He'll just finish the year with, like, 12, 13 home runs and 10 stolen bases. But he's hitting 360 with a 955 OPS. So, yeah, if you want to play Wendell, he also has shortstop eligibility and use Riley at third base like you can. I'm not going to tell you no because I was wrong yesterday. So, And I picked him up for my season-long fantasy team before yesterday. <laughs> so, you know what? I'll take the success there. I wish he came. I wish you considered him for DFS a little bit closer than I did, I guess. So, yeah. John Marlins? Are the Marlins... Sneaky? <laughs> Are the Marlins... I'm looking at Eric Fed's splits and... The Marlins have a lot of good lefties here. Yeah. Chisholm, you throw Wendell, and we're going to get to my boy Jesus Sanchez in a minute. Eric Fed against lefties this year, 325 average, 383 on base, 525 slug, 394 Woba. Two home runs allowed already in 10 innings. I don't know, man. 354 Woba last year against him, 290 average against him. Yeah. I think there's a trend here. I think lefties against Eric Fed is... uh, becoming a real possibility i think the marlins are a little sneaky here i don't i don't hate it all right shortstop seager is he ever going to do anything probably not <laughs> are are is texas 400 million dollar investments ever going to do anything right yeah that's true i don't, I don't know i don't know uh bo bichette last night went over four had scored the winning run because he was put on second base uh, he just swings at everything Everything. Like, literally no concept of strike zone with him veta threw nine pitches in an at bat all over the strike zone, he like swung at every single one of them. <laughs> uh, curveball low, changeup outside, fastball high. He was just up there hacking. Yeah, and if you want to use him, fine. Toronto stack yesterday was not very popular, James. No, against Pavetta, they they kind of came through there in the end, and that kind of that elevated me at least into the cash line. So maybe if they're going to be contrarian again, they can always kind of throw them out there. Jeremy Pena is now a five K player. It uh, is. It is getting. Wild out bit, here for Jeremy Pena stands. A little bit too much. A little bit too much. Yeah. Xander's coming off a three-hit game at 4,800. He could potentially be a rest candidate just because they've been committed to giving their top players a game or two off. So be be on the lookout for that. Uh, we mentioned he wants he wants the contract, huh? He is raking. This yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, he has the contract, but he's going to opt out and get paid yeah. a boat due amount right. of money. So we talked about Wendell at 41. I'll probably just go there and, and chase the points because yep. there's not. Yeah, because you play, well, you could play him if you do that. You could play him and Riley. Like you well, can play Wendell, utilize the probably slightly deeper third base because you're right. There's not a lot here. Yeah, there's, there isn't a lot here. There's some stolen base guys with Wade and Mateo, but Mateo's got a lefty. Uh, Wade needs to figure out how to get on base in order to run. IKF too, thirty three hundred, part of the Yankee yeah. stack. Yeah, another yeah. hit, and he can run. He can, he can run. I, can, I don't mind it. Uh, Javi Baez homer yesterday. It's forty four over three hundred. So if you're not a, not a Ryan believer, Javi is certainly a, an interesting spot in the middle of that lineup. Sure, I, I, we look at if... and, and have a perception that they're bad, and for the most part they are. But like Austin Meadows hit second, hitting like three eighty. And then Javi Baez is behind him hitting 300. So they do have a couple guys in that lineup that have been doing some damage. I think Mickey's hitting somewhere around 300 too. Yeah, 290. So like they are... Baez also missed some time, so they missed his bat for multiple games. Yep. All right, outfield, Sir Buxton coming off of an offer, but three home runs in the last three games for him. Mike Trout's good, James. Did you know that? Who? Mike, Mike Trout. No, never heard of him. Yeah. Somebody somewhere drafted him in the second round this year. What a life. <laughs> 
Sixty-one hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, yes. You play. You might. He's Mike Trout. He's the best player in yeah. baseball. Yeah. So yeah, I'm in. I'm buying in. Mike Trout, sixty-one hundred. Sign me up. Jordan, fifty-five hundred. No dead ball for him. That guy hit a ball, still hasn't landed yet. Yeah. You, know, you, you talked about it. How like he hit lefties well. Tucker homered off the lefty last night for mm-hmm. Texas as well. So these uh, these Astros guys, they just thankfully, thankfully their bats are coming a little alive because it's been a tough it's been a tough start for them. But I think, I mean, we've said that all year about everybody. But yeah, I think Jordan and Tucker, who's only 4,200, are both firmly in play here. Tucker a little... Tucker's been actually probably more productive, at least the last two games. Tucker's probably got a little higher upside just because he can run as well. Are you paying 4,700 for your boy Taylor Ward, or what's the deal? Probably not, but I can't fault you if you want to. He just showed double-dong upside, so... You can if you want to play Angels. I was just looking at Zach Plesac splits, and they've been far better against righties. He's had a real struggle against left-handers this year. So if you want to play Otani, Jared Walsh, 431 Woba, 600 slugging against Zach Plesac to start the year for left-handed bats. He's really struggling, but uh, like I said, Mike Trout probably can do some serious damage against him. Uh, Ian Habis homered in back-to-back games. Uh, he gets the righty and Charlie Morton uh, at 4200 You mentioned Tucker there. All Meadows I talked about at $4,000. He's hitting three twenty-seven. Had a double last night. Jock Jams didn't come through with the homer uh, last night. But if, you, if you're not a, if you're a believer in Paul Blackburn not having a 50% ground ball rate, then eventually he'll, he'll have to flip that around, I think, and, and maybe come back to earth a little bit here. Brantley is 37. Uh, then we get to your boy, Jesus Sanchez at 36. Ozuna is 3500 again. I think both of those guys are going to be certainly worth the look. Verdugo at 3400 I know he's got 0 for yep. 4 last night, but he was another one. He barreled a few balls that were just, just outs. Box scores don't always tell the story watching the game last night. He was making some pretty solid contact and just happened to be at people. 3400 for Verdugo, I think, is another awesome value play. Yeah, I think there's elite plays just from this tier, right? You mentioned Jesus Sanchez. He has 1,000 OPS against right-handed pitching this year. For whatever reason, they don't want to raise Marcelo Zuna's price. That's fine. Play him at 3500 I love Verdugo against right-handed pitching. Like you said, he hit the ball in the nose. What are you going to do? He has 13 RBIs this year. It's pretty freaking good for a guy who is more of a contact guy. And then you asked me, I think you asked me yesterday, is Joey Gallo ever going to hit a home I run? Did. Well, he hit a home run. And the Yankees now scored 10 plus runs. I think, again, we didn't mention Judge or Stanton. You could play them both too. Judge no longer has the birthday buff that he had yesterday, which we should have noted. He is homered in three birthdays in his last five years. So that's our, but you could play any of them, including Gallo, I think, in tournament. Gallo tournament specific. Judge, you could probably play anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but this is, a, this is a good tier right here. Yeah. Kepler's 3,100 if you back to back against a righty. Hits, yeah. You can certainly. Uh, give him a peek. I'm looking at Austin Hayes against the lefty, $2,800. He homered last night. He's homered mm-hmm. in back-to-back games and has a seven-game hit streak coming right now. So Austin Hayes at 20, someone that we can take a peek at for some more value as well. Yeah, we know he rakes against lefties. I want to pull up the the splits from last year because he, I want to say he had, oh, and Fangraphs crashed. So I will not be pulling up the splits for you. Let's see. My, my Fangraphs just crashed on me. So if you can... Yeah, I think Fangraphs is down. Yeah, I think Fangraphs oh, no. is Oh, we're up. Stunning. Hey, hey, hey. We refreshed. We're here. We're here. He hit against lefties last year. He had a 308 
346, 551 slash, which is an 896 OPS, 378 Woba. So yeah. if you are against DJ Mo- or Jordan Montgomery, I don't hate Hayes at all in tournaments. I think the Orioles against lefties are like a stack that we've gravitated to a bunch yeah. of times. Um, and it really hasn't paid off, but it will. Yeah. One day it will. Yeah. Listen, I heat, just to kind of you know throw a little bit more of that into perspective, you mentioned the 897 OPS, 308 batting average. He had 214 plate appearances against lefties. He hit 11 home and 100 more plate appearances against righties. He also hit 11 home runs. So uh, the power is definitely there for him against left-handed pitching. So I uh, can go there. And then we mentioned Mancini down to $2,600, a guy that you can also put out there as part of a, an, an O stack or a one out O's play. All of that are, are very much in play. Yep, agreed. So, uh, home run call. You had the Springer one yesterday. You gonna can't make it back. We need some. We need some good juju on the home runs. I'm gonna go with my boy Jesus Sanchez. Leaves the yard. I was gonna go Chisholm. To I want to see the Euro step home run, but I'm gonna go Sanchez against uh, Eric Fed here. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go Riley. We'll, we'll, we'll get one out of him. Here. Mm-hmm. Austin Riley. That's where I'm going. So that wraps up. Uh, our look at the uh, at the eight games today. Are you on the playbook today, James? Is that you? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Well, James is on the playbook, so you got a lot of his insight there on what he's going to be putting into his playbook as well. Uh, obviously, things will be updated throughout the day. Make sure you check the lineups pages. Make sure you have an understanding who's in, who's out. I'm just going to take a quick peek. Something we should have done at the start. Uh, looks like we're in the clear, though. No weather's problems. Today, no weather. So. Yeah, I looked. I was looking to. Is something to note, John? There the, is the wind in Yankee Stadium, yeah. <laughs> and the wind, John, going out. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen to twenty mile an hour wind blowing to right center. So maybe we don't. Fade. Maybe we don't fade Baltimore the Yankees. Maybe Jordan yeah. Montgomery isn't the value play today. It is Christian Javier. So Oakland, San Francisco, but the ballpark. Uh, keeps it's the, the wind yeah the it. Giants. Yeah the Giants like the way they built the yeah a bit. All right, so that's what we got. Uh, have any questions? Get us in, in Discord. Get us on Twitter, and we'll talk to you guys later.